Hey, if you like free stuff, you're going to like Tim's Rewards by Tim Hortons. You can earn free food or drinks after every seven purchases. Cool. How do I win? Um, it's not a contest. You just use your Tim's Rewards card. And after seven purchases, you score a free coffee, tea, or baked good. Whoa. So I've got a pretty good chance of winning. Well, actually, you've got a 100% chance of winning. Those are great odds. <laughs> they sure are. Free coffee and more with Tim's Rewards. It's Tim Hortons' way of saying thanks. Valid only at participating restaurants. Please visit restaurant or timhortons.com slash rewards for full program details. Thanks for listening to the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Sponsored by FanDuel.com. FanDuel.com, the leader in single-day fantasy sports contests. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Bringing you up to the minute industry news. Time for me to tell you about the biggest tournament in the history of daily fantasy sports. Interviews from the biggest names in the industry. The one and only Condia. Head Chopper joins us now to talk about this weekend in daily fantasy football. Now on the podcast, Napster Man. And game analysis to save you time and help you build your bankroll. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head game, you are just going to lose. Here is your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what is up? Welcome. It's a Wednesday, and it of course is time for another edition of the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. We're presented to you by our friends at FanDuel. As always, we thank FanDuel for putting their name on this very show. Make sure you check them out today, and we've got exciting new uh, stuff happening at FanDuel. Something that, uh, boy, I could have used a couple of days ago. But uh, the .csv edit, it's been available over at DraftKings for a good while, uh, now available over at FanDuel, really affecting those of you who uh, play the multi-entry tournaments and you know use the lineup builder and, and build a lot of lineups. It's something that they really needed to institute, and I'm happy they finally got it done. So uh, what a night for you to potentially put it to use, too, because FanDuel... Really up in the ante today with a couple of tournaments. Uh, $1 million, $8 buy-in tournament. That's right, 147,000 entries into this one. $1 million paid out with 200000 going to first place. So uh, interesting uh, opportunity for you to maybe use that lineup builder and uh, see if you can't put together uh, a string of lineups that... Has a uh, makes a run at that top uh, prize. So million dollar tournament over on FanDuel. Uh, obviously, the single entry series back again tonight. Seventy thousand there, fifty dollar buy in on that tournament, and they still have their slam. And oh, by the way, uh, it looks like a World Fantasy uh, Basketball Championship uh, Mega Qualifier. They're going to be giving away. I believe it's four seats today. Let me double check on this right now. Uh, three seats. Three seats. And then if you finish fourth, uh, you win a buck. I don't know if that was a troll job or what really happened with that $1 going to fourth place. But, uh, hey, I guess it's uh, somebody said on Twitter last night, a chip in a chair on FanDuel. But uh, if you want to try and take that shot, you've got $50 buy-in there. sixteen forty-eight. the number of entries, already half full this morning. And top three spots are going to be uh, going to Miami. I will certainly be entering that one and uh, hopefully getting out there for that uh, big live final. And uh, if you're uh, more into the higher stakes today, they also have an NBA Dynasty tournament. $3,150 buy-in. The rake on this one under 5%, which is good. 
and uh, it is 100k up top, 300k overall, and that is already half full here today. So kind of a higher stakes game, and, and you know it's interesting because I look at that it was like really good offering by FanDuel today, and then I look over on DraftKings, and equally as good in terms of the offerings. Over on DK tonight, uh, not only does FanDuel have a million dollar tournament, DK has their one million dollar Hall of Famer. Uh, it's a $33 buy-in with another 200K going uh, to first place in that tournament. Uh, their four-point play tonight is well 300000 with, uh, I think they're still doing the max entry on that one of twenty. So uh, I know that's really been exciting for a lot of people to see a lower max entry on those uh, lower dollar buy-ins. And they've been filling just fine, so good job by DraftKings there. And then World Fantasy Basketball Championships, only three days left to try and score your uh, ticket to that championship. Uh, they've got two tournaments. They've got a uh, 10K uh, and a $900 buy-in. I, I don't know how I feel about the 10K qualifiers. Um, yeah, not really my thing. Um, I think that's a little bit much. I don't think we need to go that much considering what the, the lowest payout in the actual final is 15000 uh, and this one costs 10k to enter. Now it's only a five-man field, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that's a little heavy-handed. But they also got one at the 900 spot as well today. That is uh, 25 of 67. So uh, last chance for you to try and get into these uh, NBA Live Finals. I am without a ticket to either. And I got to get on that, man. It's a heck of a lot of fun being a part of those things. Of course, golf as well. Uh, over on DraftKings today, uh, uh, 500K in their dog leg is their big tournament. And uh, surprise, FanDuel hasn't launched yet. You know, they've been running beta for a while. I tested it one week. And, you know, I'm, I'm not excited about the splitting of rounds one and two and three and four. I, I'm not a fan of it myself. Um, but... I don't know if they're looking to change scoring or what, but uh, probably tinkering with some things over there with their golf product. Uh, I think it's safe to say it'll be around in the Masters, uh, which I think it happens in like 20 days or so. So uh, hopefully FanDuel gets maybe a week or two of live games on the site before the Masters, but uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, but the thing I was going to get to is I'm looking at this FanDuel and DraftKings, like million-dollar tournament on each. Uh, pretty high likelihood I think those tournaments are going to fill. Um, I just sit here and say to myself, like, gosh, they, they can't, if they merge, they can't merge platforms, right? Like, there's just way too much money by having separate platforms out there. Uh, if you merge the platforms, I just, I just think it's a big mistake when I see how big these tournaments are across two different sites and I just don't think like we randomly have $2 million tournaments if they merge to one site. I don't think that's necessarily going to work that way. I've used this analogy before. I don't think 1 plus 1 equals 2 when you consider sites. And I just don't see the real reason for that um, if this merge ends up going through. We're still kind of quiet on that front. And we'll obviously probe and see what we can find out there. But man, when I just see... Uh, the magnitude, the size of, of tournaments that we have on both the sites, it just seems like a, a foolish decision to do that. But who knows? I don't get, you know, it's not my company. I don't get paid to do it. Um, but man, both sites really thriving this NBA season in terms of uh, size of tournaments and filling those tournaments. So 
uh, NBA, huge, huge deal. All right, uh, let's, uh, and by the way, one little uh, note for you as well. Speaking of other sports, baseball, uh, we've got our best friends, Cheese is Good, Crane, and Big T. They are uh, doing a little preview series for us. We launched the first video of that yesterday. Make sure you uh, follow us over there on YouTube or subscribe to our YouTube page. And uh, you should be seeing those as well. Uh, over there periodically on the front page on RG. And uh, we'll be rolling out, I think, like five or six of these videos before baseball season. We've got some uh, uh, division previews where we go through the different teams. The first one was kind of like a strategy preview. So if you're kind of new to baseball, certainly check those out as uh, those guys did a really good job on those. And nice little primer to get you set for uh, for baseball season. And of course... Our Roto Academy, uh, just tons of great content there. And, you know, I know people get leery of, you know, paying for, you know, content like evergreen content like that. And, you know, we, we dub them as courses. And, you know, I know people are like, well, is it really a course or is it just going to be, you know, uh, a thousand words and that's it? No, these things are highly extensive. The JM to win. Uh, previews that he does for basketball and obviously for football are really, really well done. And, you know, you're not going to sit there and read them in 30 minutes and be like, oh, is that worth my 10 bucks? No, you're going to really learn a lot of stuff in there. And uh, even if you already play, it's always good to get a little bit of a refresher. And uh, I think it's worth the money. So uh, check out the Roto Academy courses we have uh, over there um, on Roto Grinders. Good stuff for you. All right, let's get to the slate tonight. It is huge um, money to be won, and I'm feeling good about this. I'm going to be uh, definitely firing on both FanDuel and DraftKings tonight, and more comfortably with the .csv edit over on FanDuel. Uh, we're going to go game by game. going to use FanDuel as our point of reference for salary. But again, the wonderful thing that we have uh, on our, on our uh, projections page is the um, ability to um, basically see the difference in salary between sites. We've added uh, usage and pace and, and so many other stats, and you can even toggle them by season over the last couple of weeks. So the projection page just gets better and better. So good job by uh, the product team on that. Uh, all right, let's look at the first one of the day. And real quick, uh, before we get to that, let's just go with the quick overview in terms of the teams that are kind of moving in the uh, best pace direction and uh, the highest kind of plus minus points for us on the day. The biggest total is Denver and Washington and uh, Washington. I kind of expected them to be have a higher plus minus than they do. They're only at plus five today, uh, but that is a 225 to or 227 total. Denver's actually favored by one, which really feels fishy that Denver's favored against Washington, but this is the situation, back end of a back-to-back, -back, moving to altitude, uh, so, you know, if I'm betting this game, if things smell fishy, they usually are, I would be on Denver here, but should be competitive, uh, which is always a good thing, and uh, high total there, but only plus five for the whiz in that one. Uh, Celtics and Warriors, 222. That looks like the second highest total of the bo on the board today. But not too much uh, movement there on the plus minus in that game. The biggest one is for the Hawks today. They are plus 10.6 in implied total versus uh, season average today. Brooklyn, obviously, just a horrendous defensive team. Uh, Atlanta favored by 9.5, so big but not... Too much. Uh, total at 219, but uh, a team total today. 
uh, of uh, 114 implied. Uh, we also have, let's see, the Wizards, like I said, plus five today. And that's really it. Normally, we have a handful of other ones that really stand out for me. The biggest drop-offs, though, the Kings against San Antonio at minus 10.2. We've got uh, the Hornets at minus 4.7 versus Miami. Uh, Raptors, minus 7.2 versus New Orleans. And the Rockets, minus 5 against Utah. You'd probably say, like, oh, minus 5? Well, normally teams are a lot lower than that against Utah. Um, so... We'll keep our eye on that game here today. Looks like uh, Rockets favored by six, I believe, in that one. So, uh, yeah. So, there we go. That's what we got in terms of the uh, plus-minus today. Let's get to the games. Let's get to the breakdown. We're going to start with the Bulls and the Magic. Uh, happy to see Bismack Biombo is not a free square today. And he might not even be in play if Nikola Vucevic decides to uh, end up playing this game. But uh, if he does sit out, then uh, I think that Biombo is a guy we can look at on FanDuel today at 4.6. He's 900 cheaper on FanDuel. 5,500 on DraftKings is a little bit much. Now, he's not the free square on FanDuel, but I really like him because basically they've got nobody else. He played 41 minutes last game against the Knicks and gave you 27 fantasy points at just 3,500. Uh, I think he's a 30 fantasy point guy, and at 4,600, that's good enough in terms of making value for you. So, I like him today on the assumption that Vucevic is out. I, I think that uh, Aaron Gordon, though, gets a really big upgrade here as well. Um, he's scored, what, 17, 15, 21 in the last three games, uh, 30 32, 34, that's fantasy points, and he's just 5.7 on FanDuel and uh, 6K on DraftKings. I think he's definitely in play. Not a huge total here at 203, so I'm not going to overexpose myself um, in this game, but definitely taking some pieces because Orlando, they just don't play much defense at all. So that's going to bode well for Jimmy Butler, who's 9,200 on both sites. He's a fine play today. Um, should get heavy usage because I don't think Dwayne Wade is going to play. And when that happens, uh, more goes Jimmy Butler's way. Uh, we kind of expected a better showing from him last time out than he gave us, but I'm not really worried about Evan Fournier defense potentially here. Um, and, you know, 42 fantasy points is not bad at 9,200. Um, looking not nothing too much of an outlier there. Uh, shots might have been a little bit low, 16 shots. I think we perform around the 20. Uh uh, uh, barrier or so, but uh, I think he can get us, you know, upper 40s here today. Not a gimme price tag, but a guy who I definitely have my eye on. Uh, FanDuel, you've got another underpriced Terrence Ross, but I think we can really just reserve him for GPPs only. I don't think I can go there in cash games anymore. Uh, the minutes are very secure. 35, 32, 35, 36, 35, 34. Um, it's just the outcomes aren't. We have a 12 mixed in there. We've got a 16. Uh, I don't hate him um, today. I mean, I guess he could be cash game playable, but the matchup potentially versus... Jimmy Butler, if he gets that defense, is not great. He's just really relying on that three-point shot falling, you know. Uh, his really good game, he went four for ten. Uh, his really bad games, he went one for six and zero oh for five. So uh, that's the kind of drawback you have with him. Not a guy who gets to the free throw line. Has not shot a free throw in each of the last uh five games and he's played like 32 minutes or more in every single one of them. So, you know, players like that, 
it's hard to get excited about because you're just if the shot's not falling, you're screwed. So uh, for me, I think we just reserve them for tournaments. Uh, we'll keep our eye on the starting lineup. See if uh, Paul Zipser moves back in. He played 31 minutes. He's min salary. I just don't play Paul Zipser because he's not very good. But I do like Peyton tonight at 6K and uh, just 6100 over there on DraftKings. Huge tournament upside, what, triple-doubled, I think, last game. And maybe a few more people will uh, roster him than normal today. Uh, it's hard to know exactly how the value is going to shake out. I think there will be value shake out through the, throughout the day. But uh, if for whatever reason it doesn't to the way that uh, that makes us excited about, he's a nice middle-tier guy. And I usually don't play Alfred Payton in cash. But against Chicago, you might be able to get away with it because they are just really, really bad defensively uh, versus the position 19th uh, in the league. A few other names for us, Portis and Miritich, uh, just too hard to kind of pinpoint where you're going to get production there. Um, Probably a pass for me on both of those guys. Uh, the, the person I think is somewhat intriguing today could be Cameron Payne, especially on DraftKings where he is bare minimum. Uh, last game we saw Dwayne Wade sit and we saw Payne play 22 minutes against a pretty good defensive team in Detroit. And I liked what I saw, which was 14 field goal attempts in 22 minutes, uh, had a usage of 29% in that 22 minutes. You know, the 21 fantasy points aren't exciting, but uh, at 3,600, it kind of works. And on DraftKings, you know, 23 fantasy points for 3K absolutely will work. Uh, I don't know if he's going to shoot the ball 14 times in 22 minutes, but here's the thing. It's not like he shot 10 for 14. He was only 5 for 14 from the field. He did enough in the other categories, and uh, the three-point shots were a little bit maybe extreme. He 4 of 9. 9 of the 14 came from behind the arc, but... He, for me, they've got to see what they've got in him. And, uh, you know, he's more of the future than Michael Carter-Williams, than Rajon Rondo. So Cameron Payne at 3K, I think, is super intriguing today over on DK. And uh, if you want to stars and scrub it up on FanDuel, he's in play there too. Uh, okay, Hawks and Nets. This game should have some fantasy goodness to it. We talked about the Hawks being very much uh, up in pace and... and uh, expected points today off the season average and Paul Millsap really stands out at 7,900 today on FanDuel 77 over on DraftKings as a super safe play Uh, I think we can lock him in at 36 he's been there uh, each of the last five games and I don't think that's going to change versus Brooklyn I think Brooklyn's just good enough to keep it close so uh, he is a uh, potentially core kind of cash game play for you uh howard is somewhat interesting at 7-1 uh you don't you know brooke lopez does kind of wander outside the three-point line so that does concern me just a little bit uh last time these guys played i think it was uh let's see he went for i thought i saw it earlier here today i want to say it was like 35 fantasy points uh for him um, not seeing it right now, but uh, you know Howard's all right at 7100, kind of in that middle tier. I don't think like we're getting great value on that. He's not too much cheaper on DraftKings, so he's okay uh, in a game that should be pretty high scoring. Uh, the the other names that I'm looking at, Schroeder at 6900, you know, a little juiced up because of the matchup here. Um, didn't play like the entire I think fourth quarter last game, so the 23 minutes is like whoa, but. 
Dude shot 17 times in 23 minutes last game against Golden State. This is a similar pace, and uh, I think this is a spot where you know maybe some people won't roster him uh, because they see that drop-off in minutes, but he should be fine here. Brooklyn worst, I think, against uh, point guards in the entire league. So uh, another option for us under 7K. Uh, and then Tim Hardaway Jr. at 5.9. I, I don't ever play Hardaway Jr. in cash just because uh, I think that you know he could easily slide back into the teens in terms of uh, fantasy point production. But three consecutive games over 30. The minutes are high. The shot attempts at 15, 16, and 20 uh, at under 6K in a pace-up game. You know, I think that he's certainly a guy that I'm looking at. Probably not playing him and Schroeder together in the same lineup, but uh, I think he's underpriced today, and a lot of people don't like rostering Tim Hardaway Jr. for whatever reason. Uh, on the New Jersey side, uh, you know, Kilpatrick, his, we've seen this happen before, you know, suddenly starts playing well, 29 and 35. That's his fantasy production in the last two games against M- Memphis and Portland. He's under 4K tonight on FanDuel. Uh, I definitely am avoiding on DraftKings where he's 700 more. I don't love him just because I know he can easily slide back to like 15 fantasy points a night, and that does scare me just a little bit. Uh, Baysmore at 45, uh, one more hawk for us to potentially talk about. Again, fair price tag on him, um, but certainly uh, GPP play only. Uh, Brooke Lopez at 6-9 versus Atlanta here. Uh, let's see. DraftKings usually has a low price for him. Let's see. 6,200 over on DraftKings. Uh, you know, he had that pretty bad game last time out against Memphis, but you know, I think he had an excuse in that one. Third and four, uh, really tough matchup there. Uh, let's see. Previously versus Atlanta, he was solid. 30 fantasy points, you know, uh, gave you 20 real life points, six boards, two assists, stealing a block. So, uh, he's all right on DraftKings, I think, for that number. Probably not going there on FanDuel at 6-9. I think I'd probably rather go 200 up more, maybe take a shot on Dwight Howard and get the Atlanta side of that game. Uh, All right, let's move on to Charlotte and Miami. Not a game I'm loving here today. Low total at 204. Uh, Whiteside, though, is a guy that I, I would love to play here in tournaments simply because they cannot guard bigs out there in Charlotte. So he should be able to uh, absolutely feast in this matchup. Uh, Last time they played, he didn't, though. Eight points, only 10 rebounds in 34 minutes uh, when they played a little bit earlier this season. And let me see if they've got more than one matchup here. Uh, And then the second game of the year, a little bit better. 20 points, 15 rebounds, uh, 38 fantasy points for him. He's not a gimme price tag today at 8-5. Again, on DraftKings, where they just really price down the center position, uh, might be a better spot for him. He is under 8K there against Charlotte, which uh, at the 25th DVP spot, I I can get behind. So really like him on DraftKings. Don't necessarily need him on FanDuel. Um, and then not a lot else I really love in this matchup. Batum is back over 7K here. Uh, Goran Dragic at 7-4 on FanDuel. Just don't feel like we need to go there. I don't think there's enough upside maybe to roster him. He's safe. He's going to get you 30, but is he going to get you 40? I don't know that he is. Uh, Kemba today, again, pretty good defense that he's facing. Um the, but he's been over 40 in four consecutive games. And the price really hasn't risen. He's still at 8.3. Uh, 
so he's probably the one guy in this game that I'm looking at. Uh, shots are where they should be for him, and he he's pretty good when it comes down to rebounding for a guy who's small. And then obviously steals, assists. You know you're going to get a, a full line from him. So uh, I don't mind Kemba today. He's the one guy that I'm really looking at potentially. Deion Waiters had that real nice game against Cleveland. Um, where he went for 40 fantasy points, shot the ball 24 times, and made half of them, which is great. Um, I don't know if I think that's going to happen here again, so I, I probably am not going to go uh, roll Deion Waiters out there today in this game. James Johnson, another name at 6,200, too much for me. Maybe on DraftKings, you get him at under 6K. Um yeah, I'm going to kind of pass on a full slate here uh, in this game. Let's move it to Houston and Utah here. Total of 214. So, uh, you know, Houston just scores a ton of points playing so fast here. And Rodney Hood, just a total miscalculation on my part with him last game. Back end of a back-to-back, I should have seen it, considering he was coming off an injury, that they were going to limit his minutes, and, and they did that. You know, kept him to 20, didn't have him in the starting lineup, despite all those guys out. And that was a failing on my part, so... Uh, um, yeah, I paid the price for my teams that day. But uh, if, if he's back in that starting lineup today, and, and certainly we've got possibility of that happen, um, I think he's a guy we can look at here at 4.3. 23rd DVP, Houston, you know that uh, obviously James Harden, not a great defender, and he's a guy who could potentially take advantage of that. We do have some injuries confirmed here. Uh, uh, Derek Favors is going to sit today. Uh, I don't know if that really improves the prospects of anybody but Rudy Gobert, who is at 7-8 today, and, uh, you know, he's been on another planet uh, last couple of games, 15-15. and 15. Uh, He had 16-24 and 24 the game before that. Uh, looking at the uh, the log here against Houston this season, Let's see what Rudy has done against Houston. Uh, went for... Uh, 12 and 14 for 40 fantasy points in one, and then went for 16 and 14 for 36 fantasy points in another matchup against them. I'm okay with him. Let's see, DraftKings, uh, he is a little bit cheaper at 7,600 there. Probably, I think Whiteside's got a little bit more upside than him on DK today at that same price, but obviously a much better price on FanDuel for, for Gobert tonight, 28th the DVP today against Houston. And you know there's going to be a lot of shots. The tempo's up. And with favors out, Gobert usually gets a little bit of an upgrade uh, in terms of his production. Uh, Trey Lyles, like he he could maybe move into the starting lineups, probably Boris Diaw potentially. I'm just not playing either of those two guys. The other guy to look at, though, is Gordon Hayward today at 7-7. I think he's too cheap in a game that's going to feature a lot of scoring. And, and he has kind of come back down to earth a little bit. Only over 40 fantasy points once since uh, February the 9th. And that game came against Washington. But uh, I feel like this game versus Houston sets up pretty well for Hayward here. And uh, if George Hill would sit, that's probably going to just mean more shots for him. Uh, last game, 47 fantasy points against Houston. And then the first game this season, not so hot when he went for uh, just 22 fantasy points. Shot was not falling that day. Only four for 13 from the field. Typically, he's going to take more than 13 shots. Uh, but at under 8K, he's one of my favorite kind of small forward targets that we have on this slate. Uh, I don't really see me getting up to Harden unless major uh, value opens up. You know, 11-6 is fine. Uh, we got him pegged at 
four forty eight fantasy points, but price per point wise, that's not really good enough for me. So I, I don't see me going there. If Joe Engels would uh, end up drawing another start, hopefully we get that information ahead of time. Uh, he's a guy to consider a little bit uh, at 3,900 over on FanDuel. DraftKings at 45, I'm probably passing. Um, but uh, last game versus uh, New Orleans, 26 fantasy points in 31 minutes. So uh, we got to keep our eye on that. And then George Hill, if he would end up playing today, the the 1v1 versus Beverly doesn't feel great, but uh, George Hill, the last four of the last five games that he's played, he's been 32 fantasy points or more, and he's only 6,100. Perennially uh, overlooked as an option. Uh, not a great history, maybe versus Houston last game. Only 14 fantasy points for him, and I think he missed the uh, the other game they played against Houston this year. So in the one matchup, uh, they shut him down pretty well, but uh, I don't hate him here today at 6-1. Uh, and then the Houston guys... Uh, I think Ryan Anderson's going to miss this game, so that could open up some minutes for potentially a guy like Sam Decker because uh, we've got him doubtful. So if Decker moves into uh, the starting lineup and can garner over 20 minutes, uh, he's a guy to consider at 3500 on FanDuel and uh, 3500 on DraftKings with uh, small forward and power forward eligibility. I think it also adds a few more shots to a guy like Eric Gordon or Lou Williams as well. I know they don't play the same position of them, but um, there's a chance maybe those two see the floor together. Uh, I don't love playing the shooters because it's too hard to kind of predict which one it's going to be. Uh, Lou Williams feels awfully cheap at 4900 on FanDuel. Uh, DraftKings, he is 4600 And I know he's hasn't done much since that, uh, uh, you know, 36 fantasy point game versus Indiana. Um, but Spurs and Memphis, two pretty tough defensive teams. Utah, also a pretty tough defensive team. Don't get me wrong there. But Williams went one for 10 against San Antonio last game, like in 18 minutes. So, uh, I feel like in GPPs, there's a little bit of upside in giving him some consideration. All right, let's get to the Knicks and the Bucks here tonight. Uh, big salary difference on Chris Middleton. I think 5,700 uh, against the Knicks today looks really, really attractive on FanDuel. DraftKings, again, 900 higher over there. I don't think you have to do it. But I do like the price per point production for Middleton today. And uh, Malcolm Brogdon as well. Uh, he's a guy who's pretty reasonable at 5K today. Uh, Knicks just aren't really good at defending that position. The minutes were down for him in that last game against Philly, so he's certainly a guy that I don't think we need to play today, but maybe for your GPPs just a little bit. Uh, but I love Middleton for cash. Uh, Porzingis, I'm a Porzingis uh, lover, truther, whatever you want to call him. Uh, 6400 on FanDuel is too darn cheap. 7100 on DraftKings is about right. Uh, we've seen the 40-50 fantasy point upside against Golden State the last time they played. And uh, last game against Milwaukee, had a solid 36 fantasy point night. If he gives us 36 at 6,400, we'll take that. And I think it's very much in the cards today. Uh, we'll see what lineup they roll out there. And, you know, last game versus Orlando, I know disappointed, but he's also gotten foul trouble early in that game. And uh, I think that changes maybe some of the aggressiveness for Porzingis. So I think he gets back going here today uh, against Milwaukee. Uh, Carmelo, 7-9 on FanDuel, 7-6 over on DraftKings. I just feel like uh, Gordon Hayward's a much better target for us than uh, than he is. So, I, you know, last game versus Milwaukee, you know, they played back-to-back. -back. 
Uh, wow, he played really well. 8 for 20, uh, 48 fantasy points. And then the game prior to that, which was like the day before, it was one of those kind of, you know, home-and-home uh, home type deals. He had 55 fantasy points, 10 for 23 shooting. Uh, looks like he uh, 10 rebounds that day. So uh, really good track record versus Milwaukee. So if you're into the, uh, you know, BVP of NBA, uh, maybe you give him a little bit more consideration. I just love the... Uh, the up-tempo that we're going to have with Hayward. Maybe you play both those guys. You know, if you don't want to get up to Jimmy Butler tonight, um, maybe he's a little bit more of an option for you. 76 on DraftKings is the savings. Uh, Derek Rose, uh, we'll see. You know, last game, Melo sat, and Rose, uh, I think everybody thought, had the expectation he was going to go crazy. Didn't really do it. Um, but, you know, prior to that, he was over 30 fantasy points in four consecutive games. I think there's other guys I like a bit more than him today. I don't think we're getting good value. Now, if Anthony would sit for whatever reason, then maybe, but uh, I don't know if that's the case. Giannis tonight at 10-8. He is uh, much more viable on DraftKings today. They've priced him down to under 10K. And uh, let's see, DraftKings real quick. Yeah, he is 9,800 over there. He has not been under 10K all that often this season. So uh, might be an opportunity to jump on him at a uh, at a lower price point. Uh, those games versus the Knicks, 48 and 57 for him. So he uh, certainly was just fine. Uh, FanDuel at 10-8, it's a really expensive number for him. Does give you some upside, so I don't hate him. Not, definitely not a guy that I'm like Xing out and not playing. But DraftKings, the preferred locale for him, I think, tonight. Uh, and then that's really it. I can't get too excited about Hernan Gomez, Kyle O'Quinn. Um, uh, nah, I just don't really see me going anywhere else uh, based on, uh, you know, unless injury news kind of happens. All right, Pistons and the Pacers. Let's get to this game. Uh, total of 206 here. Not a spot that we need to get too excited about. Uh, dare we consider Reggie Jackson today? Could could Reggie Jackson finally break out and win somebody 200K on FanDuel and DraftKings tonight? Who knows? Maybe. The one thing that's encouraging about Reggie Jackson, 31 minutes last game against Chicago. Uh, the shots were falling. 11 for 16 for him in that matchup. Um, and scored you 36 fantasy points, which... You know, he absolutely has the ability to do that. He just hasn't done it very often. Uh, the last time he'd scored 30-plus fantasy points was January the 28th. So uh, against Indiana here, uh, last game against them, dude went ham. 47 fantasy points that day, 20 points, 12 assists uh, against the Pacers. And then the game prior to that, 19 fantasy points, Looks like 10 assists, 36. So literally like two of his best games this season have come against Indiana. So he's got that going for you. And not much uh, difference in salary between sites. Don't play him in cash games, but I think is an intriguing enough GPP punt for us. Love Caldwell Pope salary as well at 5,100. Just feels way too cheap. Great game against the Sixers and last game versus Chicago, not so much. Maybe um, not a, a guy that you're going to play alongside Reggie Jackson. I don't know if that quite is correlation between one having a good game and the other not because he was bad versus Chicago. But it dropped the price all the way down to 5,100, which uh, I like on FanDuel today. Uh, DraftKings is at 55, and uh, I think that's a fair number as well in this matchup. 
Uh, Andre Drummond, probably not doing that tonight. Uh, I just think there's other centers I'd rather have in that price range today. Give me some white side over him, um, certainly on DraftKings. Gobert over him on FanDuel. Uh, Paul George at AK against Detroit. George is always an intriguing guy because nobody likes to play him. Um, but uh, he's been over 40 in back-to-back games. You love to see the aggressiveness uh, with the shot. 25 attempts last game, 19 the game before. Uh, and interesting enough, last game, zero free throw attempts. And this is a guy who usually looks like he averages about four to five a game, had zero free throws, still put up 49 fantasy points against Charlotte. Uh, so I'm fine with him tonight at, at AK. Again, I think this middle tier of power for, of small forward kind of interesting uh, tonight. Uh, and then that's probably about it. Don't play Teague very much. Tobias isn't my favorite option out there. Marcus Morris against Indiana. I just can't ever quite get him right. Um, definitely has some decent upside at the uh, salary on 6,100 on FanDuel, 6K on DraftKings, but uh, not a top target of mine. All right, let's move on to the next game. And and by the way, folks, there's going to be some injury news that, that breaks today, so make sure you follow everything on Twitter. Get the Roto-Grinders app. Uh, and one thing that I think we're going to see today is Damari Carroll sit and that's going to open up some things for uh, you know some value potentially here in this game. By the way, Norman Powell. Powell actually hadn't been playing terrible lately as well. If you look at the uh, last couple of games, 25 minutes in each of the last two. Had a 31 spot against Washington. And if he moves into that starting lineup, uh, he's going to be trending in the right direction today. He's 4K shooting guard on FanDuel, 37 on DraftKings. So uh, give some Norman Powell some potential love today if Damari Carroll gets ruled out. Uh, Corey Joseph just hasn't taken his game kind of to the next level like I think a lot of us kind of hoped and expected him to, but did give us finally a 30 fantasy point game that last time out against Milwaukee, Uh, but that was really the one time that he's done that, you know, at 5K tonight. You know, you don't hate the matchup versus New Orleans. They're 27th in the DVP, but uh, the total in this one, pretty low at 203, so uh, I don't see me necessarily going to him all that often. I feel like, you know, I just mentioned Reggie Jackson for like 200 more. I just feel like there's way more upside in a guy like Jackson today than uh, than you have in Corey Joseph. Um, obviously, DeMar DeRozan I like, but at 10K I don't like on FanDuel. DraftKings, huge price difference there. You're looking at him at 8,700. Uh, that's definitely more in play here today. Uh, obviously, had a bad game versus Milwaukee, third and four nights there. But uh, previously to that, he was at 47 or more in three of four games. And we've seen incredible usage from him. Um, and I don't think I love this matchup versus maybe some Solomon Hill defense out there. But uh, on DraftKings, I think he's in play. I'm not playing him on FanDuel tonight. Uh, and then Serge Ibaka, he is uh, pretty close on salary between the two sites at 6,800. And, you know, he's going to have his hands full defensively with Anthony Davis, DeMarcus Cousins. Probably not looking to him today. I think Drew Holiday's somewhat intriguing here. Uh, he's a guy who last game uh, versus Utah did get benched. Uh, but the game prior played really well versus the Lakers, 47 fantasy points, dished out, you know, 12 assists, scored 20 points that day. Um, they need him to play better. They need him to play well. He is an important cog for them if they want to have 
any success whatsoever. So 7,600 is not a free square at all. You're going to look at a guy who's probably under 5% owned there. DraftKings, you get him at uh, under 7K, a little bit more interested on that number. Uh, Davis, um, 11-2 on FanDuel. And it looks like 10-2 on DraftKings. Cousins, 9,500 on FanDuel. Um, and I think that's uh, and actually more expensive on DraftKings. Uh, Cousins is obviously the FanDuel play today at 9,500. You get him for under 10K. He's going to have heavy usage. You know They don't have a lot of players that are good on this team. So it's going to be him and Davis doing the heavy lifting. Uh, I've got no problem at that salary. Price per point-wise, I think he actually really fits today. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas today at 5-1 and uh, just can't get too excited about him. His salary is so cheap on DraftKings at 4-4, but uh, it feels like Ibaka's cut into his minutes and just doesn't look like a, a spot that uh, that I really want to go to today uh, in this matchup. Uh, that's pretty much all I got here. I don't really play Solomon How- uh, Hill Jordan Crawford, no thanks. Uh, let's move on to the Clippers and the Timberwolves. Sneaky little game here today at 2-11 in this one. Rubio's been playing uh, really well lately and don't really see that slowing down very much. Uh, Nether triple-double last time out versus the Spurs. He's 6,900. Uh, I'm surprised the salary didn't rise off of that. He's been at over 30 fantasy points in, let's count it, uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, Eight of his last nine, and the number really hasn't risen over seven k. Uh, not a great matchup versus Chris Paul, who comes in at uh, what seventh in the DVP, and a lot of that happened with him not, you know, being around on the court. So that's the risky run with Rubio. But man, they've certainly kind of liked the role that they've had with him lately, and uh, and I can get behind it. Wiggins at seventy nine hundred. You know, we've seen him have a little bit of a fall off and you know he had those two really tough matchups versus San Antonio and Utah uh now against the Clippers we'll see how he uh he does in this matchup uh did really well against them earlier this season gave you 37 fantasy points scored 27 real life points uh in one matchup versus the Clippers this year and in the other scored 22 uh against the Clippers so he's been all right in this matchup versus them this year Interesting tournament option for us here tonight. Uh, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, not looking too much at uh, DeAndre tonight. Carl Anthony Towns is intriguing, but it's hard to pay 10-9 for Towns when we can get to Marcus Cousins for like 9-5 on FanDuel. So that's kind of the dilemma I have, and we'll probably see lower ownership there with Towns. Feels like we can lock him in 40 fantasy points tonight, but 10-9, too rich for my blood, I think, at the center spot. Uh, Blake Griffin today at 9,500 against Minnesota. They're uh, pretty good versus the position, I think, fourth DVP-wise. So there's certainly some risk in rolling Blake out there in this matchup, but uh, he's been super steady here. I think we can – yeah, 39 is the projection, and that is right, I think, on the money where it should be. Uh, had 39 fantasy points against uh, Minnesota earlier this season. So, um, yeah, I, I think if you're happy for 39 at – 9,500, you plug him in, but I don't necessarily think that's going to be enough for most people. Chris Paul, I'm waiting for him to have a a monster Chris Paul game, and we haven't seen it yet. Uh, I thought it was going to happen in the game against uh, Boston, uh, and it was a good Chris Paul game, but it wasn't a great one. Scored 23, which is a lot of points for him. Like Looking at the game logs, that was... 
I believe the third most points he might have scored this season in a singular game. So, uh, uh, not quite. Uh, third most in since like the first month of the year. Um, but, you know, the assist numbers at only four assists in each of the last two games it just feels like such an outlier for me that uh, I still think he's got like a 50-burger in him. So, uh, I don't hate him here against Rubio. Uh, let's see, previously against Minnesota, he went for 19-8-4 for a 35 spot. Uh, so that's a decent enough game, but man, I really think we're going to have a blow up game from Chris Paul soon enough. Uh, and I'm going to keep playing him till it happens on DraftKings. You get him at 500 cheaper at 8,500. Love that salary on him over on DK tonight. So, uh, I think it's an interesting kind of game stack here too. I think this is one that could, could go off a little bit and, uh, you know, you've got pieces, you've got two teams that don't play deep benches, which I think is something that I like. When you're looking on the game stack side of things, they're only going to go about eight deep. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of my feeling there. I'm not on Team Bielitsa. Um, he's cheap, 4-2 on FanDuel, about 4K on DraftKings. Uh, but I'm not playing him tonight. Uh, and then JJ Redick at 4,100. I don't hate him on FanDuel. You know, the one thing that we've seen all year long is that they struggle guarding the three-point line. And uh, that's what... J.J. Reddick does pretty well. Didn't do it great in the first time that they faced off this season against Minnesota, but uh, I feel like the matchup is is pretty ripe for uh, J.J. Reddick here. So uh, don't hate him at that really low salary of 4.1 over there on FanDuel. And I think 4K on DraftKings, you get the three-point bonus over there on DraftKings too. So, uh, yeah, we've got him projected at what 19 on DK, 17 on FanDuel. I think he can get you 25 here tonight. Uh, all right, let's uh, move on. Three more games to go. Kings and Spurs. I think we're going to get somebody potentially popped in this game from San Antonio, so keep your eye out on that one and uh, could open up you know, some extra playing time. Wouldn't surprise me if a Tony Parker sits if that happens. You know, Maybe a Patty Mills, maybe a, a, a Murray. Uh, the big question is whether or not we've got Kawhi Leonard in the lineup. Uh, he's just been absolutely dominant out there on the court from a fantasy perspective lately this feels like a major blowout potential here the Vegas line is only at 200 um, I think this game's an all-out fade for me even on the Sacramento side you know Willie Cauley-Stein somewhat intriguing today at uh, at a lower price point but 5-4 isn't gimme today on FanDuel DraftKings at 4,900 a little bit more playable I think over there um, and then you know, the Collison and um, uh, Ty Lawson pairing. I, I don't know. I just, I'm not really playing anybody in this game. LaMarcus, he's cheap on DraftKings at 6,500, but uh, I'm, I'm passing here. Lots of better games to choose from. And uh, let's get to Washington and Denver. This one, I think, is uh, a bit intriguing here. Because uh, this is a back uh, back end of a back-to-back, and uh, we are moving to altitude here. And we'll see how this game kind of uh, breaks down. How about Jan Mahimi with seven steals last night? Uh, last night was a game of outliers for uh, players in for Washington. Because seven steals for him. And then I want to get to Bojan here in a moment. But Mahimi is 3,500. I, I don't think we're going to see what we saw last game. He is a true min salary on DK. I'll be curious how many people fire at him in this situation. Clearly, though, you know, Gortat's unplayable right now. Just the minutes are not there for him. 
And, uh, you know, 3K on DraftKings, I've said it before, I'll say it again. If you've got a pulse and you play 25 minutes, uh, you can make value at 3K on DraftKings. Um, 43, don't expect that against Phoenix. But um, is it impossible for him to get 25 in a game with a total of, uh, of what, around 220-something? No, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility at all. Now, Boyan Bogdanovich, Bojan as I like to call him, 4K again. Again, his salary didn't go up. Uh, he's a thousand cheaper on FanDuel than DraftKings. I mean, I is is he going to be chalked today? Like, I mean, curious to see if like maybe somebody sits or something. And he's been playing big minutes, 29 last game, 27. And people are like, oh, he's been 27 fantasy points or more, three of his last four. But I see just major outliers here on these Bojan lines that I think I'm just going to fade and. If I get beat by Bojan, I get beat by Bojan. The dude took 16 free throws last game. He took uh, six of his nine shots were three-pointers. He's somebody who usually sits in the freaking corner and shoots jumpers. He's not a guy who draws fouls. I I didn't watch the game. I don't know how he got 16 free throws. And if you look at the rest of his game logs, he hasn't sniffed that number uh, pretty much at all this season. I think he had one game where he had 12. But... That, for me, like, you take 16 free throws and you drop it down to one or two, and you're dropping 14 points from the 39 that he scored last night. Uh, The nine rebounds also, like, is that a season high for him? I think it was. Uh, I don't think he's had 10 rebounds in a single game this season. So, 16 free throws, nine rebounds. For me, um, outlier, outlier, screaming outlier. Nine for 12 the game before. Uh, eight for ten from three point range, screaming outlier, outlier. So I'm not buying into to Boyan tonight. I'm not doing it. So if you want to, good luck. Um, I'd rather just kind of pay up for sure things. And I think John Wall today against the 29th DVP position is a big fit. Now the situational angle sucks, and I think we see it in the line where we had Denver like favored by a point here. But this really feels like a spot for him to just play a ton of minutes because that's what he does. It doesn't matter if it's a back-to-back or not. And uh, it could be a close competitive game, which you certainly like to see. Last game versus Denver was good, not great. Uh, Only 5 for 14 shooting that day um, out there in Washington. 33 fantasy points, and that's not going to cut it for a 10-2 salary, but he's 10-7 over there on DraftKings. So we got meat on the FanDuel bone today on John Wall, and I do kind of like him if he can discover the value to make it work. Um, We'll see on Jokic if he plays today. I'm guessing he will. Salary went back up over 10K, probably where it should be. I mean, this is the number that I think he should be at. He's 10-3 over on DK. Like, I can't remember the last time that a center like him was more expensive on DraftKings than he is FanDuel. Well, I guess DeMarcus Cousins tonight, but uh, typically that's not how it works. Uh, matchup's fine, you know, 25th in the DVP uh, against the position for Jokic today, so uh, he does everything. You kind of worry a little bit off of the illness, whether he's going to have the win to him, and uh, and I think that's a legit concern. So I don't think he's a plug-and-play today. We got the projection fairly low at 41. I think you need more than that at 10-1 tonight. Uh, Markeith Morris, pretty low here at 6,600, and uh, we've got a projection of 32 fantasy points. Feels awfully aggressive there uh, for him. He's only reached that once in the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. It is pace up, but I, I think 
we'd be smarter to set that at like I don't know, maybe like twenty nine, maybe, and he can do that. Um, but I think something's gonna fall here on a on you know ins and outs on the back to back. So keep your eye out for that one. Um, if Jokic would sit, you know, we saw Wilson Chandler step up and have a monster game. He's really kind of been good in that role when, um, you know, thrust tons of minutes, 23 shot attempts for him against Sacramento, uh, 57 burger that day. I'll be curious to see his ownership tonight, but, uh, he and Gallo kind of like, you know, usually like hoard each other's, uh, fantasy production last game, you know, Gallo only 28 fantasy points. So pick one and hopefully you get the right one. Otto Porter, really bad game last night. Um, I'm not sure what's up with him, um, against Phoenix there. 12 fantasy points. Wasn't really good against Orlando the game before. Uh, that didn't factor in his salary here today. So he's overpriced on FanDuel and DraftKings. So I like the matchup. Just not sure that I want to go there in this game. Uh, if Jokic would sit, maybe we can give some more consideration to Mason Plumley tonight, uh, at 5,400. Um, last game got you 29 fantasy points in that absence versus Sacramento. He's, uh, 51 over on DraftKings, but I think that's only if we get no Jokic tonight. Uh, Gary Harris at 54 against Washington. Beal's a pretty good defender, so I don't think we need to go there today. Um, but he did bounce back as we expected him to after that just awful game against Charlotte. Don't think we're getting enough value. Give me a guy like KCP for cheaper today. And then Beal at 77. I'm fine with him today. I mean, I think I, I like Wall better. I get a little bit nervous with jump shooters when you've got a third and four nights, moving to altitude, back end of a back-to-back. Uh, but the shots have been really falling for him. He's been shooting the ball incredibly well. 10 of 20, 12 of 21, 10 of 21. Um, and this matchup is really high pace. So I think he's intriguing today. Um, and it's interesting because typically you're not playing like two stars together, but you can play wall and Beal together. They just don't play a deep bench. And, uh, these two guys just take so many shots, um, like him today, but I think John wall is my preferred target in this one. Okay. Last one of the night. And I think this one could be intriguing. 222 as well. Golden State and, uh, Boston. Boston's been kind of reeling here. They need to get going. And, uh, Isaiah Thomas at 9,400. Uh, not a bad matchup here against Golden State. This is a thing, uh, a game where I think he can, you know, we've got him pegged at 40, at 38. And I don't understand why we just don't go to like the 44 that we've seen from him over the last couple of games. He did it last time against uh, Chris Paul. He's going to do it against Steph Curry. They're going to need a lot of scoring in this one. It plays fast just the way he likes. Uh, I really like him tonight. Um, in this matchup uh, against Golden State. Um, trying to see. Yeah, last time they played, uh, didn't only play 27 minutes. I'm wondering if that was a blowout situation in that game. Only scored 18 uh, real-life points in that one, 4 of 12 from the field. But uh, I think this is not a get-right game for Boston. I don't think they win this one. But uh, I think Isaiah Thomas, definitely a guy I usually don't play. But at 9-4 today, I like. DraftKings even cheaper today. Um, looks like we get him at 80 88 on DraftKings, so yeah, give me give me some Isaiah Thomas today. Uh, Clay Thompson, cheap at 67, burned me the other night, salary kind of dropped a little bit, and uh, I like him at under 7K, he hasn't been there since uh, mid-February, but we get him at under 7K today, and that's where I think we can play him, I think he's safe for 32, price per point wise, he's going to pop a little bit today. So uh, I think he's got to keep our eye on Draymond today at 8,200 against Boston. Uh, really, 
uh, filled that stat sheet last game against Atlanta with 36 fantasy points, uh, 12, 6, 4, 8. Uh, starting to really look like the uh, Draymond Green uh, we've seen in the past. I uh, don't hate Draymond tonight. Um, price is fair. If you want to go fair and balanced, then yeah, he is fine at 8,200 here today. I think Jay Crowder underpriced at 58 in a tempo up game. Uh, we've seen Andre Iguodala play well recently with the the, the departure of uh, of Durant, but I'm not going there at 5200. Just too expensive. 5K on DraftKings. Uh, no, I think it's it's a pass for me. Um, if you want a uh, close to min salary crapper here, you've got uh, Patrick McCaw. He's been over 20 DraftKings points in two of his last three games, and he played 26 and 28 minutes in those games. If he draws the start over Matt Barnes again today, uh could be a 3K crapper option for you on DK. Um, that's probably all I'm looking at. I don't really play Horford. we got to check on the injury status with him. Olenek at 3-7 on FanDuel. Man, a little bit interesting there. Um, minutes, just not great. 21-20. Amir Johnson's the guy who's kind of played more minutes when Horford's been out. But that is a really cheap price tag, and we've seen him, you know, get to 30 fantasy points from time to time. So, interesting punt at the center position, maybe there. Uh, as for Steph Curry, he's fine today. Um, Isaiah Thomas, uh, a guy that's just not a great defender, and Curry's, I think we can safely project him at, what, 45 to 50 today. So, he's fine. I just don't know if we're going to get the 60 that we really want at over 10K today. John Wall versus him. I think give a slight edge to John Wall tonight. And it's weird because I hate that situation, but, um, you know, playing in altitude. But, man, Denver's just been so bad on defense. So uh, there you go. That's the rundown tonight. Uh, hopefully uh, you got something from this podcast and, uh, and can use it for your benefit as – we uh, have just a monster night in terms of tournaments. So uh, definitely go out there and uh, check it out. FanDuel, single entry series. Jump in that as well. Remember, four scores out of seven this week. So if you missed a couple days, not a big deal. Uh, quickly, want to say thanks to Rocket Mortgage, Quicken Loans, great supporter of this show. When it comes to big decis- decis- uh, decisions of choosing a mortgage lender, it's important that you work with someone you can trust, has your best interest in mind. And with Rocket Mortgage, you're going to get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. Now, don't waste time searching through stacks of paperwork. With Rocket Mortgage, you can securely share that financial info and get a mortgage approval in minutes. You can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to get the mortgage that's right for you. So whether you're looking to buy a home, refinance an existing mortgage, Lift that burden of getting a home loan with Rocket Mortgage. Skip the bank, skip the waiting. Go online at quickenloans.com slash roto, quickenloans.com slash roto. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states, nmlsconsumeraccess.org number 3030. That's it for me. Uh, we'll see you out there on the field tonight. Uh, it's going to be a fun one for sure. Uh, love to see some RG names at the top of that leaderboard. So uh, good luck tonight. If you've got feedback on anything we do here at Roto Grinders, you know where to reach me uh, on Twitter at Dan underscore Bach, Dan at RotoGrinders.com. And a ton of great content going today, rolling from, what, 3.30 all the way up until roster lock at 7 on Grinders Live. Me and Beer will uh, have the gongs for you from 6 to 7 on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio as well. So uh, till tomorrow, best of luck this Wednesday night, and we will see ya. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. 
That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.